Welcome to episode 108 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about Danny constructing his faith. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special to Nobody's Talking About the Somebody Who Matters. I'm Danny, the host and Can He Build It of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi Caleb. Hello. We are back for part two of our special episodes of Constructing Faith. Yes. Uh, but first, I think more important, something I just, I, I want to talk about briefly. Okay. There's... There's a movie uh-huh. that I've been wanting to come out for a while, All right. and it's just not going to come out. Uh-huh. The New Mutants movie is postponed again. Yeah. Thanks to coronavirus. We may have brought it Thanks, up last coronavirus. week. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, this just, we're never going to see this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's all right. I have the hiccups, by the way. Oh, well, we'll edit them out very painstakingly. So Painstakingly. No, yeah, that movie, they because uh, corona, they're having to cancel it. Yeah. Not cancel it. Postpone like, it? Like, postpone it, yeah. Again? Again, yeah, for a long time. Right. It's been like three years. Everyone's going to forget about it. It's going to release, and everyone's going to be like, oh. Like, who is this? It came. It was supposed to come out pretty close to Wolverine. No. The Logan one? Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was supposed to come out pretty close after that, but it just didn't. Skipped it, so. Yeah. It's pretty funny. So, Caleb, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to be talking about your faith construction, um, and I did mine not last week, but the week before that, and it was very interesting thing to do and very good, and I, I mm-hmm. recommend that everyone does this. It's mm-hmm. healthy to look back on your life and see why you're doing what you're doing. Right. And right. is your faith a reaction to something, or is it... You know, not. Can we say founded on God? Founded like, on we, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, we, is that too That's harsh? the simplest way to say it. Yeah. Um. So this week, it's Danny. Mm-hmm. You're up to the plate, and he'll swing a home run because he's awesome. And oh, yeah. great. Now, now, now there was something <laughs> that you are put set. me on the spot that I have to talk about in there, and I don't remember what it is. So if you remember what it is, put it in the comments or keep it to yourself. That, I, that you have to talk about? Yeah, because you brought up, it's like, no, bring that up in uh, your story, and I totally forgot what that is. So, Oh, um, was that yeah. where our paths? No, I think it, it, it might have been the Dark Ages. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll yeah, get yeah. into that a little uh-huh. bit. So. Um, but yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm excited to do this. Actually, I had to do a, a, a kind of a similar a kind of assignment in seminary, only I had to do like three-hour presentation on yeah. me, mm-hmm. and that was not the most, fu- the most fun, just because like, I yeah. ran out of stuff to talk about. My life's not that interesting, but, yeah. um, but overall, this thing started because of the trend or the fad of deconstructing faith, Yeah, and I do think it's important to spend time and actually work through the story of our coming to Christ and be honest about the struggles. And I think there's a a scripture that also encapsulates that a bit from uh, Philippians 2, 12 through 13. Caleb, you want to hit that up? Oh, I'll hit that up. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, so now not only 
as in my presence, but much more in my absence. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to work for his good pleasure. So, um, my story, it's hard to like... Start? Where do you begin on right. this? So, alright. Couple of things, couple of background things. Growing up, I wanted to be a writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that I bounced around a lot on that, and then I realized they don't get uh, they don't get paid, um, basically. So I wanted to be a doctor at one point, mm-hmm. uh, an actor, mm-hmm. um, a paramedic. What was the other one? Oh, uh, uh, FBI agent actually. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. The one FBI I agent. Yeah. And, and to be fair, if a uh, a, a black car pulled out front and said, Danny, get in the car, there's no time to explain. Mm-hmm. I'd be in the car startlingly fast. It's like, it's happening! You know, yeah. like, yay! So if you're trying to kidnap me, that is how to do it. Yeah. Like, that is straight up. But um, if you had told me I'd be in ministry or church or anything I've done I would not have believed you at all and even to this day it still is is this odd thing of the choices I've made at the time they felt as if I was just trying to do my best and figure out the place I thought God had been calling mm-hmm. and um, I, I don't think I've made a decision with a lot of confidence. Like, I don't know. I've heard people do that. Like, I confidently knew this is the place my... I don't think I've done that for anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'll, I'll, I'll get into that a bit. So as, as first coming to Christ goes, I, I grew up in the church. My mom was on staff at a church. Dad, he was a a head of a a board at the church uh, and, and the head usher, which is always cool, you know, dropping the usher power. Um, But, and then, uh, um, let's see, I, gave my, I this is hard it's like I prayed the prayer right in like fifth grade somewhere around there and I was confirmed and baptized around that same time um, and it didn't become my faith until probably about the age of 17 but at the same mm-hmm. time I taught my first class at the age of uh, in fifth grade actually uh-huh. uh, because it was a Sunday school class and the teacher just like quit yeah. Uh, and they didn't have another teacher. So I just asked my mom, like, can I just teach it? She's like, yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> it's better than that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so I taught it just for a couple of weeks until they found a person to get in there. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. I prepped it. I, I got content. I worked through it, taught it to the class. We were done way earlier than mm-hmm. should have been, but um, and it was not as good as it would have been if someone who knew what they were doing was in there. Yeah. But it was kind of a cool first s- a step in there. Um, I actually inherited the church uh, tech booth, all of it. I was, I think, I glossed up the title to director of technology or no i tried to gloss it up to director of technology and then susan standard i'm going to drop her name because she was amazing and i only have positive things to say about her yeah um she was my technical boss right uh so she made me drop it down to assistant director of technology because it was a um because she was the director of technology and i was like all right keep me humble let's go um yeah so but 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 that came about because every one above me quit so then at that point 
I had to be at like basically every church event in the sanctuary. Yeah. Um, unpaid, and I figured out sound just on the fly because I was like, that sounds bad, and I don't know why. So I'm gonna turn the knobs until it sounds not as bad. Yeah. And that's how I learned to balance audio. Yeah. Which is not the way you're supposed to do that at all. Um, so I was at church a ton. I did a lot of school stuff. I did sports in high school. Did mm-hmm. rowing pictures. Uh, that you know, I'm sorry. I did rowing and kind of showed you a few of the pictures earlier today. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. It, it's a different human being. It is crazy. Mm-hmm. Just because like I've never seen photos from that area of your life. I worked very long and hard for that. Yeah. And so I don't know why you're so embarrassed of him. Not, em- not embarrassed. Just like I don't know the right word. But there, it's it's crazy to yeah. like see you as so young, mm-hmm. and it's like just weird. But yeah. thank you for showing me this. Yeah, I'm worried. You made me text them to you, and that's the one I'm really worried about. I'm gonna be. I honest. just texted them to my sister. Did you Don't really? Worry. Yeah, I did. Oh wow, <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> uh, oh darn it. Okay, <laughs> so um, all that to say, anytime. On a Sunday morning that I'm not at church, there's something that feels weird or off about that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was actually just thinking about this the other day. There are – and this is going to sound not as I'm trying to communicate it, so maybe clean it up for me. Help me out. Okay. There are people that have two-day weekends. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. It's not that I'm – not okay going to church on Sunday, but there are people that have two days of weekend. And it's just a whole day of yeah. nothing. And I'm like... It sounds nice, right? It does. But I, also I, not. I tried it. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't at church on a Sunday, and I was like, this is not okay. Like, yeah. this is not okay. No, I agree. It this, feels this weird. This is weird. And then I was just in a bad mood all week. Yeah. I know that's not the thing church is supposed to do, but man, that's a side effect. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, I need to actually try and be a good person this week. Which um, does, you know, like, you know, Sunday, everyone always acts like Sunday is a Sabbath, even though it's mm-hmm. just not true. Like, Saturday is my Sabbath, 100% of the time, typically. If I'm if I'm not serving at church, then mm-hmm. it, I would count it as my Sabbath, because it's obviously more relaxing, but, like... I can bet with pretty clear certainty who we're getting an email from this week. <laughs> pretty clear certainty hi jake or matthew we will be fielding your emails as soon as you do want they to disagree send with in. that huh they disagree y- you can go ahead and send them at the form at the bottom of the page of the gospel if sabbath is a day of rest slash nobody saturday special. is mine that's all i'm saying yep it's coming don't worry we'll do an episode on it i guess it is the lord's in. day you know i know he has a frog it's already meme. Coming. he's already <laughs> typing i can hear it i can hear he's the click, 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 typing. Click, click, yeah. click. so anyway our next episode will be on the sabbath <laughs> time to think about it so we're good sorry you feel that way <laughs> so, um, anyway so uh but growing up i mean i don't I don't. I have great parents. I have phenomenal parents. I uh, mm-hmm. I don't give them nearly enough credit as they're due. Uh, I have fantastic parents that care about everything I do, and even uh, a dad. I found out he, um, if he couldn't come to a sporting thing, he found the uh, uh, the info on it and got into it. Like dad started erging on a on an indoor kind of a 
a rower because his two kids were doing it and he was trying to understand it a bit. And that was, I never told him how much I appreciated that. I really did appreciate it. And not just because he got like a $1,500 workout machine in the house. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I can get better. Yes. But just that, that he cared. Um, And I got my sense of humor from mom. So, so that probably says... It's true. More about my mother than it does me. <laughs> Sorry, Danny's mom, mom for outing is you hilarious. like that. <laughs> uh, she has kind of a darker sense of humor that I appreciate. But, um, I mean, I I had a great home. I, did, I didn't have any of those problems. I did have uh, a speech impediment. And I know I've talked about it on the podcast a ton, so I'm not sure how much I want to even say here. Mm-hmm. But, uh, man, growing up, having a speech impediment kind of stinks. Yeah. Um. The best, and I, all right, I appreciate when people ask honest questions about it Mm -hmm. and not just go, oh, he probably doesn't want me to bring it up. Like, no, we we all know it's there. If you have a question about it, just be honest. Say, hey, why'd that thing do? And to be honest, that's kind of cool. All right, I'm going to explain it because then people kind of joke about it because they don't understand it or they're me and that's different but um people joke about it because they don't understand it and if if they're asking questions it's because they're trying to bridge the gap of understanding and so i'll Mm -hmm. answer speech impediment questions but the best explanation i have towards it is if if there's a sneeze that's coming that isn't coming out Mm -hmm. think of that but in talking yeah and there's nothing that can be done to get it out it just has to come out at some point yeah and it's gonna come when it comes now there are things i can do to kind of finagle it yeah i mean i'll change the wording of things change the breath pattern change the word actually i became good on words because of i had to pick different words often and quickly so i got a really good vocabulary out of that but yeah um i got picked on a ton yeah just like on a day-to-day basis of, uh, you know, getting called to read in class became a terrifying experience, even through high school. Right. Um, yeah. There was a, you know, I still have a few memories of, of times I got picked on because of it. Um, you know, time in fifth grade, a guy, he just kind of made fun of the way I spoke. I have no no idea who this guy was and I came mm-hmm. back into class just like trying not to cry and that's it would have almost been better if I had just full on cried mm-hmm. because it's like if they're crying it's like yeah something was bad. It's just like no, I'm f- fine and you're like oh that's mm, right. Mm. So anyway, uh a greeter yeah. at a Walmart actually made fun of me when I was asked for a card at one point. Um wow. And, yeah. Walmart. We're not judging their attorneys, but we're it happened. Um, yeah, I had a math teacher in high school ask me if I had a problem saying numbers or something. Uh, that what that was kind of wow. that was kind of fun. And um, uh, let's see, in tenth grade there was a, a a project our class had been working on, and we were supposed to create a newspaper or something. And this other group created a newspaper that had a comic in it on uh, a farmer in Stanley the Stuttering Swine who the farmer killed because he stuttered. Wow. And I'm like, I'm in class, and I, I, 
you know, I was I was a little stronger at that point because mm-hmm. you get picked on enough, you kind of grow callous to it a little bit. Um, and I'm just like staring at the teacher, like, yeah, gonna just we're just gonna go with that. All right. Yeah. So um, I went to talk to her afterwards about it, and I was like, hey, so just so you know, that cartoon is about me getting killed. And I'm and I know this because before class he told me it's about me. Yeah. So just so you know, and she's like, "Well, have you tried talking to him first? I'm like, "Oh no, see, because I'm 14 and he threatened to murder me. Like, yeah. I don't know why I'm the bad guy here. So I kind of kept it to myself a little bit, um, right? And still get picked on a bit. And to be honest, it still hurts and stinks. Yeah. Um, but that that had a that did a number on the self confidence. Yeah. That I'm still I mean, recovering I can from. Imagine, yeah. Yeah, so um hmm. so my plan graduating high school actually I had no plan graduating high school. I applied to one college and because I had to apply to somewhere, uh and I applied to University of Florida and I'm so glad I got in. Not because I had strong feelings towards that school, but because if I hadn't, I really don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Um I applied to a school, one. I didn't tour it. And then I declared a criminology major after I got in, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a criminology major for a week and a half. Yeah, and had a full-on meltdown. Yeah, just in 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 the middle of college, just like I can't do this. I don't. I I, I can't. I'm uh, from miserable. Mainly what from just college in general, or that you didn't know where you wanted to be. Uh. I don't think I talked to a human for three or four days. Hmm. I didn't know anyone. It's a yeah. huge. It's a huge campus, and it's so easy to be and in a huge campus and not. Is that your first time anyone. like moving moving away from home too? Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Actually, same house from kindergarten through high school. Same house. Yeah, yeah. That's a shock. Yeah. So in the system. Uh, and just didn't have any friends, and my roommate. He stunk. He was. He was. He had a ferret. Ferrets are awful. Oh, I thought you were like saying that he was just not a great guy, but he actually smelled. No, both, both. He stunk for a lot of other reasons <laughs> wow. that we cannot get into on this podcast at all. Um, but he he stunk a mm-hmm. lot. He he made life a little bit miserable, um, and uh, so I got plugged into a church there. It was not the best fit to be honest i met some cool friends there some i still talk to right but the first pastor oh actually this was full-on honest um well no i'll come back to that so um so at some point in there though i was figuring out how to pay attention to god because mm-hmm. although i became a christian at at the age of 10 ish yeah it didn't become mine for about Seven years after that, right. Um, so, when you get picked on day after day after day, it kind of you kind of start to think that you deserve it, mm-hmm. uh, and that's what I did. And so I uh, I I found trouble that gave temporary pleasure, uh, and got into trouble and kind of for parts of it I was just like oh, 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 oh no and um, you know kind of pretending and trying to maintain some kind of plausible deniability and then at some point it just kind of um, 
it was more intentional, but everything it was based on wanting to not feel as if I'm a piece of poop for one minute. Right. Because that was most of every day of of just I'm a piece of garbage. Yeah. Uh, In fact, even to this day, if the if the enemy's trying to get in the brain, that's the thing that comes up is you're a worthless piece of garbage. Yeah. Um, and then I have to try and justify all that. That's why I check stats, all that kind of stuff. Cause like, I'm not a piece of garbage. Right. And I try and find stats to validate that. And then they tank <laughs> in, yeah. in July of 2018. I think that was. Yeah. Oof. 79 downloads in a month. That was horrible. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, in, and just it, it got to this point of I was doing things I knew to be intentionally bad because it was a temporary I'm I'm trying to not give people ideas of what it is because I'm also not going to answer that on a podcast um, what realm is it in huh no I can't even say that because then people are going to make assumptions the <laughs> sinful realm the point is i was doing not good things yeah and um it became more intentional and then i was just driving home and i was just thinking to myself actually i started crying because i was like this is it this is what the bottom feels like mm-hmm. of all right i hate me and just mm-hmm. kind of said it like i hate me yeah the end and started crying as I'm driving home because I had, although I became a Christian around 10-ish, you know, prayed the prayer, all that. Uh, it, I I largely ignored God until that moment mm-hmm. and just cried. I was like, God, I don't get how you could care about me at all. Right. And I'm crying while driving. Didn't pull over. Just a side note. It's okay to pull over if you're crying. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, totally it's okay to do. smart, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was one of the few times I heard God answer back clear, as clear as, as he did in that day of everything that you've just done, have ever done, and will ever do, I still love you. Mm-hmm. How do you not? understand that yet and that that was kind of the turning point a bit of okay Mm -hmm. the one place i cannot stay based on the thing i've just experienced is where i'm at right so i i need to dive headfirst into something because i can't i can't stay put because stay put is just i'm pretending as if god isn't there or, or god isn't calling or any of that i can't do that anymore that option has been taken from me i either right. need to jump head first into like i'm gonna full-on sin or yeah. i i have to jump head first into this god thing because if i can't out um out act the love that god has then that means god is greater than anything i can do right so, if that's the case, then this is a God I need to be following because despite every cause I've given him to toss me out, yeah. he's still here. Yep. And I'm like, okay, all right. I got to start trying this God thing. And I did this this great thing. It was a revolutionary thing. And I, I, I don't think anyone had ever heard of it until this point. I opened my Bible yeah. and read it. <laughs> Ooh, like, 
this earth shattering. Yeah. Okay. Now let's take the first baby steps. And um, there was a uh, that that was kind of the point. The stuff started to change a bit. Um, you, would you say that's like kind of your actual like surrender moment, or would you still count that as like when gosh, you were a kid? I mean, I don't. I don't like this question because um, yeah. I've had it not just about me, but others too. Yeah. I think that God is working towards the good of his people through all of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to claim that the foundations that got put in at the age of 10 or even as I was still going to church through all of that before I was actually like trying to be a Christian. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to throw that out as I didn't think it's untrue or any of right. that. Um, I mean, it just hadn't clicked yet. I mean, I... Is that... Like, I I would have answered I was a Christian right at the age of 14. And th- there would have been no evidence to back that up. Actually, I had that conversation. Some I told someone I go to church, and they said, oh... I didn't think that you were the uh, church-going type. Rude. Uh, all right. Ouch. Fair. How dare you? Fair. I get it. You know. Um, yeah. But I'm not. I knew it, and I needed to know it before I got it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, I don't know. I just. I think it's hard to to kind of pinpoint when y- this is the a moment that I came from you know out of hell into eternity and I don't think that even the idea of praying a prayer and everything is saved is, right. is biblical if I'm chosen by God oh well, I think I am more calvinist cuz I'm about to go for it if I'm part of the elect then there isn't a point that I'm not part of the elect and that the turning point is just when God saved me beforehand. Yeah. And I just had to catch up to that at some point. Right. I, I think I'm more Calvinist than I thought. <laughs> I'm dropping that argument. Tulip, baby. I'm getting a tattoo. <laughs> Tulip. Um, yeah. I hate needles. I can't get tattoos. Uh, so. No, super We'll can't. work on that. <laughs> um, so at some point in there. the Oh, oh yeah. So so at 17, uh, that's kind of the turning point. Whoop, whoop where I actually thought like, all right, if I'm being obedient to God, then he needs to be king over everything and I need to actually be obedient to him. So right. um, stuff started changing. I started taking a faith more intentionally, mm-hmm. trying as best I can to clean up the sins going on, right. which, you know, work in progress. We're all works in progress, so be gentle to each other. Yeah. Um, that that still drives me nuts. It was like, oh my gosh, can you believe her? You know, like, what, is she cool? Whatever. Yeah. Don't, anyway. <laughs> uh, That'll be a whole, a whole soapbox we end up there. Um, judgment. Yeah. So, so and then our, our church had gone to this uh, conference called DCLA 2003. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this was, where was that one? I think for that one we were in Tennessee, which makes no sense at all because DC – they're supposed to have one in D.C., one in L.A., and I think we went to one in, like, Tennessee or something. It didn't make a lot of sense. But, That's funny. Um, it was this 
and I'm trying to be careful on how I phrase this just because I know I can get some kickback on how I say it, but there was some point in worship there that I worshipped for the first time out of the soul instead of out of I do note good and and do all that. I just right. gave the heart to Christ in it instead of tried to perform the a music and I, yeah. I, f- I felt as if God had been speaking I have big plans coming up and that was it mm-hmm. and I just like stopped it took took a lot of breath out of me I was like did I I actually asked did anyone hear that and they're like uh no yeah. okay so um and I had no idea what that would mean or anything else and I just understood that God's doing something even if I don't understand what's going on but to be honest every choice I'd made up until that point didn't make a lot of sense I was just trying my best um yeah in and then I'm applying to colleges and I applied to a college and I got in it's just like me trying my best I attended the church there because it was in walking distance from my dorm and I didn't have a car Mm -hmm. uh and it was just like I guess this is where I go now I don't know Uh, yeah because because Gainesville transit system on Sunday morning is like, you just might as well just not go. Like the bus is not coming. Uh, so, and then as I was walking home, I think, uh, around November, I don't know. It was cold. So I was walking home and kind of praying and walking. Right. I felt the call to, uh, ministry, um, to be a pastor it was God calling and saying, like, build my church. And, and the more I prayed about that, the more I understood it was in a pastoral kind of a setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to be honest, I have – I didn't want to. Like, I just be <laughs> – I was cool to get some direction, but it's like that, okay, I'll build this church by being an admin in the back. And the more I prayed, like, nah, you're going to teach at some point. And I'm like, but God, I got the thing. And God's like, bah, we'll talk about that later. But yeah. I don't have a, a good amount of – reason to be a pastor to be honest or to be in church Mm -hmm. uh ministry um my mom's (laughs) i don't know if i'm allowed to tell this but we're gonna go for that one anyway my Uh, mom's first pastor uh murdered someone murdered so like wow i didn't know this guy but she had a pastor murder guy my first pastor made some uh we'll say morally rough choices um Mm -hmm. The second pastor I had, he was not, they, they, it was a, they, I'm trying to not give out identity, that it was a rough time for me and my family where we had to end up moving churches. Mm-hmm. And around the time I went off to college, the first college pastor I had, he um, phoned it in. Mm-hmm. And that's all I'm going to say. He phoned it in hard. Like he was right. just... Yeah, it was sad. Uh, and then the next pastor after that, him and I super didn't get along at all. Uh, like, a bit. We we did not enjoy each other's presence. <laughs> so, right. part of that, I will take some of the blame on that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can be, especially at that point, I was stubborn and strong-willed. Yeah. As I'm, I don't have to tell you. Yeah, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so this idea of becoming a pastor, it was just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Right. And then to be called to like teach at some point, like that didn't make sense either. 
Um, but I started training for it. I, I talked to my home church, my new home church. Mm-hmm. Um, I talked to a few people there that I had gotten close to over the year-ish. I had been there. I'd been intern a couple of times there also. So, um, and, and they all said, go ahead and apply to the training process. I'll definitely get in. I'll super get in. Everyone, um, everyone kind of encouraged it. They said, oh, such a great choice. And I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. I don't agree with you, but okay, we'll go for it. Uh, and so I, I applied. The bishop scheduled a meeting. Uh, he called me in, called in. It was like, it's going to go great. You're going to do fantastic. So I'm yeah. walking in like, all right, standing tall. He talks to me. He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, no, no, you're not ready. Can you talk wow. to literally everyone else outside? Because they, they disagree with you. Um, yeah. And he said he didn't think I had taken the time to pray about whether or not I was actually called to this. And my first reaction was, bull, I totally have. Like, let's go. Yeah. But I, I had to spend time actually praying and asking God, like, God, what's up? So right. I, I went on a prayer jog that night. And I was just like, hey, God, uh, you called me to this dumb thing. Yeah, I was getting really aggressive with God, which is always fun and dangerous to do. Yeah. God, you called me to this. You, I feel as if this was the place I'm supposed to be. I'm supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I've done this. I've done everything. I'm supposed to be faithful. So answers. Right. Let's go. I need some answers, please. And 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 I just flat out asked God, like, God, can I actually do this? And the answer I got back was another really clear time hearing from God was no. Yeah. And I got so mad. I was like, you told me to do that. I felt you told me to do this. This is the right. calling I felt. And I brought up the time and the place, you know, this, everything else. You, I don't want to be here. You wanted me here. <laughs> and now nothing else feels as if it could be any kind of enjoyable because I feel this is the place I'm called to be. So, like, what? And God said, no, you can't but I can. Yeah. And that was the missing piece of needing to trust God (laughs) for every, every single step, even when it doesn't make any kind of sense. Yeah. So I finished out college, came back, applied, got in, trained, a lot of other stuff happened, but, um, yeah, you know, trained as an intern, took over a program, uh, applied, for a job got turned down uh and then threatened to walk and then got hired uh so that was what yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah i wasn't the first choice um which was a real bummer yeah um apparently not everyone on the committee thought i was the right one I was like whatever okay that's fine so but by that point i had spent three years as an intern i'm like all right i'm i gotta go get a job yeah i'm working at chick-fil-a which super grateful for my chick-fil-a days by the way eric you're amazing (laughs) uh thanks for getting me that job and oh i was going through seminary at the time so uh that was that was a lot of fun a lot really hard actually almost dropped out of that too but we'll get into that maybe yeah Um, wait how long is seminary is that like Two years? How long? No. It's four years. Like another four years? A, a Gordon Conwell's program is supposed to be five. Wow. It can be done in three to four, but you got to be working hard. So you did the full five? <laughs> I did the full six. Uh, 
So you've done how many years of college? More than I should have, yeah. But Wow. Uh, about nine, nine and a half, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, 120 credit hour undergrad, a 90 credit hour MDiv. Right. Yeah. So. Dang. Your boy's been to some schooling. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah, and, and just after that, um, after getting that job, the church I was at, they had some real big internal strife of uh, a lot happened. Uh, someone f- accused the church of embezzling money, and they didn't. They actually they had good record keeping. They accounted for every single dime and penny, but right. um, they accounted for all of it. It just kind of tore the church apart, almost caused it to close, a bunch of other stuff. And mm-hmm. um, This was about the time I was coming on staff as the youth pastor director sorry a director and um i felt i had to close the gates a bit so and nothing got in and nothing got out where the church um for a bit they bled people i lost two mm-hmm. and i wore that as a badge of honor and have the scars to prove it like right I fought hard for that, that everyone there is protected and um, taken care of. So, yeah. Yeah. But um, that took a toll on me emotionally Mm -hmm. uh, because every day it was fighting. And then um, around 2012, everyone I know moved. Mm -hmm. Like everyone moved. All my friends moved and then mom and dad moved and then I had to get an apartment. And, um, it's, yeah, we gave it a nickname. It's not a nice nickname. It was a garbage hole. Uh, and oh, is that the one? That's, that's the first one, baby. Dang. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I found myself in an apartment working 60, 70 hours a week doing three jobs in school and just, uh, throwing up or having a nosebleed every day for about a year. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Dang. you know, when they say take a Sabbath, <laughs> take a Sabbath, take a Sabbath, take a day of rest. Uh, yeah. And, and at the end of it, I just, I, I, I probably, this podcast is not going to be fun at this part. Um, I probably, cried once a day for about uh nine months yeah yeah uh and then went to church and lied a lot because mm-hmm. i i can't dump problems on high schoolers or middle schoolers i can't do that right uh that's not fair and mm-hmm. i felt very isolated and out there and uh yeah, then at some point, my job changed, and then to try and start an intern program, which I was super all about, it just didn't take off, um, gave it my all, and that at the end of that, it, it was just like, all right, internship didn't start, so you don't need an intern director, so yeah, do what you got to do, and hit me, and by that, that, that was, I think that was, what, 2013? I think so. Because of the... Um, 
amount I was sleeping a night, which is only like four or five hours most mm-hmm. nights, and uh, 60, 70 hours a week, uh, and then school. Um, I don't have a lot of memories from 2013. I just don't have them. Yeah. I can't think of a time I took a shower in that first apartment. I know I did. I just can't think of it. Yeah. I think it was on the right. I really don't know. I'm trying to remember. I think it was on the right one. So what is it the apartment where you walked in and the couch was on your right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was only in that one like once. Yeah. Um Yeah, don't have don't have a lot of memories just because like I crazy depressed and Uh all that going on. So yeah, you know, in talking about faith, um, my biggest struggle has been wanting to quit. Mm -hmm. I mean, not quit the faith, not, you know, like I'm deconstructing my faith, you know, any of that. Um, but to, to just not, try so hard mm-hmm. um, and there might be some wisdom in that but but not in the way I'm trying to say it of there are plenty of people that are saved <laughs> and, and this sounds so selfish to say but there are plenty of people that are saved that don't try do you know what I mean As in, like they like, have less struggles. They choose to have l- less struggles. <laughs> they choose to have less struggles. Do you know what I mean? As in, they. It's like an alcoholic. If if they're gonna stop being an alcoholic, then they have to. The first thing that they have to do is choose to stop being an alcoholic. If if I'm a sinner, the first thing I have to... Well, this isn't true. If I'm trying to give up the sin because pursuing God is worth more, mm-hmm. then the first thing I have to do is choose to give up the sin. Of yep. God, like, I would rather have God than this thing. Right. And a lot of Christians, they, they we all have those blind spots that we know about. They're, a blind spot's not even a good term because you definitely know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're not an idiot and God kind of shines shines a lot of lights on those things. Like, that's got to go. That's not from me. That's got to go. That doesn't invalidate their faith, but I wanted to, like, sleep in on a Sunday. You know what I mean? It's like to to, to not have to put in all the effort and that kind of stuff. And then every, okay, I like that's kind of quitting I yeah. want to go back to. And then every time I think about that, I go back to that idea of, but God loves me mm-hmm. <laughs> despite the worst I've ever given him. Of course, choosing him is better. But that is the 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 two struggles are you're a piece of garbage and quit. Yeah. Um, and I do think those two are tied together. Um, hmm. And and as, as I said at the start of this is that my life doesn't make sense going forward at all. It just doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, it makes, well, but it makes more sense when I'm able to stop and actually think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, pausing real quick. Yeah. Like, would you say that like that area of your life, 
was it difficult because of do you think the stress of like all of those things like coming to a 2013 the dark ages the lack of memories right um i like when you were in like you said like working 70 plus hours you know plus school and like would you say that that do you think that was fueled mainly off of overworking yourself or was there other things to that was that mainly was there people around you influencing or was it just your head being overloaded yes and yeah it was a lot Mm-hmm. It was um, working too much, not taking a day off. I mean, I didn't take a, a day off for a year and a half, which is super not healthy. What? Yeah. Yeah, man. I can't even imagine that. It's not good. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's super not good. Yeah. Uh, at all. Um, yeah. And also, ministry carries certain amount of stresses in there. Mm-hmm. Um, at yeah. some point in there, I... <laughs> had to do uh what what was that oh yeah uh i a a death call at some point where it's like and i'll get to choose that time i can't say i'll get to it at nine in the morning it's yeah. like nope you're waking up at 1 a.m and going to someone's house like that's part of that yeah um people don't tend to have crises at um between nine and five they actually have stuff to do then uh kids they they need some other stuff to do student ministry have to plan other things that i just i didn't get to and then there's some other factors in there that i didn't bring up just because i'm to be honest i'm trying to not i'm trying to be nice to people who got me to the place that i'm at good or bad yeah um but there there was a high amount of stress going on because everything going on in the church all of us made really hard decisions Mm -hmm. um tough calls tough difficult choices i mean i talked about the one that i had to go and say to your group i have to go hands off because there's fires over here that i have to put out um and they're big enough fires that i had to put them out so this other thing needed my attention when i wanted to give it here i knew i was needed here right Um, that is one thing to clarify is that just in case you missed my episode go back and watch and just don't know what this relationship Mm -hmm started as Danny was my youth pastor um and yeah so I went to the church that he was the youth pastor at and you know watched uh, me live for two years (laughs) hey I'm so excited to be here tonight anytime a youth pastor says that it's I would say it's normally yeah (laughs) I I'm so excited to be out late I have this like no 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 running joke with all the youth pastors I know and it's Mm. just like they have their youth pastor voice and like attitude and right. I like anytime I see it I'm just like cut cut that like right. I want to talk to you not right this facade right and I understand it's like useful and yes. like kids don't want to right <laughs> typically that it's not they can't interact it's, it sounds terrible it sounds like you're faking even though it's it's kind it's, of just no it's, it's contextualizing. just like it's exaggerating, not exaggerating, but like heightening one part yeah. of your personality more than the other for a time being. It's speaking to a context. Right. I The message didn't change. I, I, I mean, even in preaching, the message doesn't change. Yeah. The w- way I give it does. Yeah. In the same context that if I'm speaking to a Spanish-speaking crowd, I'm going to speak Spanish. Right. And not because I'm fake. Well, I can't speak Spanish. Don't 
please don't send me on that trip. Um, if if I'm speaking to this crowd, I need to speak to them in a manner that they can actually take it in. Exactly. And to yeah. students, that is a specific kind of phrasing, word choice. All these things come into factor, and that's just a matter of communicating. If the the problem pastors get into is that they tend to to sacrifice the actual content mm-hmm. in in the middle of the context, and that is just flat out dumb and heresy. Yeah. Um, I mean, even you know. this, like, I'm not lying to you guys with this, you know, facade. But, like, this is me, but I'm just kind of heightening one part of my personality yep. where, really, I'm very introverted. And I, I People don't believe me. typically wouldn't, you know, talk for this long with this amount of energy. Right. You know, it's just kind right. of... And sometimes just we still out. don't do and it. And I yeah. literally, I don't think I can do this without coffee. That's yeah. part of it. <laughs> That's why we got the mugs. Like, <laughs> but yeah, getting yeah. full circle. Yeah, Danny with, was. Yeah. My youth. Wait, no, I don't even know what we were talking about. I'm getting confused now. But I yeah. got you. I got you, fam. Danny was my youth um, pastor. Yeah. I don't know where we are. So, so all that to say, the the biggest struggles I have in faith are wanting to quit, or or to just not care as much, and thinking that I'm. Mm-hmm. That that I don't have a purpose or that I'm a piece of garbage. Right. Um, so, and as I said at the beginning, my life doesn't make sense until I stop and I trace the hand of God f- from the past. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, the speech impediment thing. I prayed numerous times, God, I know that it's possible to do miracles, so take it away. I don't understand what... I mean, why is it still here? Mm-hmm. Take it away. And 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 there was a one time I had asked. I was angry at God, very angry at God, just asking, like, why can I not talk on the phone? Good, please, just take this. I'm supposed to be teaching, and I'm a piece of garbage until this is taken out. And God said, Yeah, I'm using that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, That is a stupid answer, and I hate it. Which is a really dumb thing to say to God again. Again, that I haven't been struck by lightning. Grace of God, baby. You know, yeah. Like, um, so then a few months after that, or it was a fair amount of time after that. Yeah. Uh, this kid came in. Um, this kid, uh, he was small, young, about 14, had uh same speech impediment, uh-huh. actually born in the same town I was born in. And his mom had been praying for him to find a person, an older a male, that could spend some time talking to him and 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 as he came in the first thing i saw him come come in and it was as if god kind of stuck a hand down from heaven slapped me in the face and said pay attention there pay attention to that one yeah and i'm like i got to know this kid he's born in the same town speech impediment all that and as all that's coming out i heard god say again like i told you i'm using it yeah i'm like all right i can I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. That I can still be the person God called me to be because God has greater things in mind. And even preaching, I'm a better preacher because I understand the power of words because I don't get the same choices everybody else makes, but I'm also mm-hmm. I'm not going to be that person that complains about it the whole time. I have to study harder preach better in order to preach on par 
with everybody else. Yeah. And I became a better student because of that, because I, I had to say complex things in a way I could say them, mm-hmm. uh, and in a way that people understood. Um, yeah. Getting picked on all, all, all those times coming up, I ended up in student ministry and now I'm in children's ministry. <laughs> These kids can't say anything that I haven't heard. In fact, I know some better jokes in 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 some of the high school uh, a ministry. I actually gave them a couple jokes like this is funnier. And yeah. like, is this happening right now? Like, yeah, you can't hurt me. <laughs> you can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. like this is not the avenue to hurt me. There's better ways to do it because I've already heard everything. It's not even. I had a guy in high school threat <laughs> threatened to kill me and. And the teacher still kind of implied it, it was my fault. So yeah, come at me, whatever. That's yeah. fine. Um, the 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 whole thing of 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 being in a ministry at this point makes a lot of sense because I've been on some kind of church staff since the age of ten. Right. That I didn't, or that I ended up in this place for every everybody else is going. It's like, yeah, that's stupid that you thought that you were going to be a police officer at one point. Yeah. You. A born to do this thing, um, and 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 all all these things happening, all the connections I've talked to, and just every, everybody else. It's it's clear that at this point, God has been steering towards this. Even if I have felt as if I have no idea what I'm doing mm-hmm. or where I'm going, or I'm just trying to Mister Magoo my way into God's plan. Yeah, because that's honestly what it feels like most days. Um, but everything has been pointing to this and, and the skills I've picked up in order to do the thing I'm called to do yeah. are, are, are paving paths that I didn't think they'd be enjoyable. I mean, right. um, even starting a YouTube channel, which this is actually my second, uh, third, technically my second, I have two failed ones, but whatever, we don't talk about those. Yeah. One of them, you can technically find both of them, but please don't. Um, <laughs> uh, that, that that started in um, 2013, actually, because I had a lot of time. Because I, after I quit my jobs and all that, I moved to North Carolina for a bit, mm-hmm. and I had time to think. So I started uh, a lot of writing and a lot of YouTubing. Yeah, and I I I gained skills out of that. Actually, the skills started in high school out of a teacher, Miss Diana Blunt. That put a passion in towards TV production. Um, I probably, this podcast would not have happened if not for her mm-hmm. um, and a few other things. But this idea that people can take this skill and put it into a thing was very, very much a Diana Blunt uh, uh, a kind of passion building there. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's... there's at the time, it's hard to feel as if God's there... But now that I'm through it, I'm able to kind of stare back at it and go, the only way I got through that was because God was absolutely there. Right. And if I have that kind of doubt now, then I can have peace and hope because it's the same doubt I had back then. Mm -hmm. And I know God is there. And if he's there, then it means he's probably here. Yeah. Even if I don't feel it. Yeah. I think that's great. Because, I mean, I, there's times where everyone, well, 
come across where it just doesn't feel like God is there. Yeah. And I think that that is really the only thing that mm-hmm. we can re- rely on in those times where it's right. It doesn't feel like God's there, and right. that's looking back on our lives and seeing what He's done, and like that's just super good. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it's. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, God doesn't always have to reveal Himself. I mean, faith mm-hmm. would be easy. You know, if it right. was just evident that he was there all the time. Right. And, and I mean, even the whole getting picked on thing and, and the lack of actually thinking I can do anything good has, has given this um, passion to give people a chance that other people have given up on. Because mm-hmm. I had a lot of people kind of give up and go like, ah, he's not going to be able to do it and to be honest the person who did that the most was me yeah. um but but truth be told i'm i'm not truly happy if i'm not trying to fight on behalf of another person and give them a chance mm-hmm. because i've had so many people that have done that because of uh me um yeah it's it's they they gave a chance to me, not because of any, anything I did, but because of God working through them. I mean, in teaching a class in fifth grade, who lets someone do that? Um, mm-hmm. Caring about a, a crying, screaming child on his first day in a new church in kindergarten. That would be Diane Owsley who scooped me up and said, nope, come on. Yeah. Uh, gave me a chance to teach for the first time in a student uh, 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 kind of a setting to plan things and actually plan sp- spaghetti dinners. That's uh, uh, Scott, mm-hmm. my old uh, a youth pastor, uh, the first guy that gave me chances to teach in a church, uh, Pastor Ed, that would be him. Um, the guy who's been there through a ton, that's uh, David Sheffield, Pastor David Sheffield, has been there through a ton. And mm-hmm. there's so many other people. I don't, I'm sure I'm not mentioning everyone because we don't have enough time. Yeah. But. At this point, I'm able to say that for good or bad, I am the person that I am because of their willingness to pursue God and mm-hmm. to to smack someone in the face when he needed it. Yeah. And metaphorically, and I don't think literally, but not for lack of them not wanting to. Uh, yeah. Especially I- Ed. I'm sure I... <laughs> I mean, I think that's something that's common in, <laughs> yeah, in both of our stories, yeah, and that's super encouraging. It's just like, even small stuff, right? Like something small that you say or do, or to someone who's younger to influence someone that's mm-hmm. younger than you, um, like can be super impactful, mm-hmm. and that might be something that they remember mm-hmm. for the rest of their lives. So right. take any opportunity you can to help encourage and build. The younger, yeah, you know, youth, and the younger youth. The younger youth. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but <laughs> you'll find school? out. I don't know. <laughs> so, um, probably the reason I stuck it out in ministry, um, and this is kind of the last story I have, and then you can ask any questions that you want and I might answer some yes. of them. Um, <laughs> the reason I stuck it out in uh, ministry is that I started off as an intern to a, uh, a 
a youth pastor and and it started off he planned he planned an event it was a movie night we were gonna go see star wars episode one in theaters mm-hmm. um actually it was a movie afternoon whatever uh one kid showed up his name's kenny uh kenny showed up and it was a, a another case of i felt as if god's hand was just coming down and saying Pay attention to that one. Pay attention to that one. Like, okay, got the it. Crap got it. <laughs> Paying attention, Lord. Uh, and and then Kenny and I just got real close. Um, he was super great, super great kid. Um, he was the first kid I ever gave a darn about. Like, I mm-hmm. I mean, I cared about all of them, sure, but but this it was it was a kid that it, we got to put a special part on the heart. And then at um, at some point in there, he experienced a fair amount of fam trauma or or a, a lot of trauma, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of stuff going on. And and uh, it was it was around that time my best friend and I got in a huge fight uh, to the point that I don't think I ate for five days. That's how angry I was. Wow! I, I was so mad. I I got up mad. I went to sleep mad. I brushed my teeth mad. I did everything mad. And yeah. And this it was it was it was the week before the trip and so the uh, youth pastor he said dan i'm gonna make the a phone um the the emergency call is gonna be your cell phone so go ahead and bring the charger and all that and i'm like i don't want to go on the trip do you understand like i'm that kind of mad that i want to quit because like i don't like people right now he's like you're going on a trip whatever uh (laughs) so um and then two days before the trip i dropped my phone and it shattered it shattered and that was kind of a yeah and i was already angry right and i was just like i have to spend three hundred dollars on a phone and i don't have it so i brought the phone home to mom i'm like i'm the emergency contact number on the trip and she's like we'll find a way i'm like Back when phones were three hundred dollars. Yeah, I know, right? Like, I don't like anyone. We'll deal with that after the trip. Like, let me stay home, and I'm an yeah. adult too. I'm not like anyway. right. Um, and so I go on this trip. I just have the worst attitude ever. Just mm-hmm. like this is garbage. I don't be here. Yeah. Um, and just at some point, Kenny and I had been talking. And it was this long period of silence. And I know everything he's gone through. And it's way worse than anything I had gone through. Yeah. And he, he stares at me and says, I think I need to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. Now, until you've had that humbling of a moment that I'm upset because my best friend is dating a girl I had a crush on. Mm-hmm. That's all that was. And that, because I was working at the movie theater that they, that he brought her to my line and made me serve them drinking popcorn. Oh my gosh. When compared to everything this kid had gone through and still told me he felt he needed to grow closer to God. I felt so small mm-hmm. and insignificant right yeah because what the heck am I doing you know, stuff mm-hmm. 
stuff made sense really quickly after that. Like, okay, what matters? Because I had to stop and think, like, what actually matters? Right. Okay. My best friend's dating this other girl I kind of like. So what? How am I doing talking to God? Not that great. Mm-hmm. And, and this kid is the reason I stuck it out in a ministry because he broke through my chiseled, hardened heart yeah. by choosing to follow God as it was really hard for him. Right. And, and, and that, that was the, the, the first kid I ever cared about. I cared about all of them, but like, yeah, that was the first generation. Right. And everything that, that kind of came after that, it was because of the domino falling from that one kid. Mm -hmm. And so if it hadn't been for stupid star Wars episode one, we would have never gotten close. And it's, it's, Actually, that trip, I felt as if I needed to go on it. Like, I should just go and support the youth group for yeah. Star Wars Episode One. I haven't made a confident decision my whole life, but I know God is still in there doing some stuff that I can't even comprehend. Right. Playing some 3D chess that I'm not capable of understanding or beating. Yeah. Quantum chess. Yeah, quantum chess. Yeah. So that's kind of my faith construction story is figuring out what's important is understanding that my life doesn't make sense if I take God out of it and understanding that the worth I have is in God even if I screw up or do bad things that I can't chase God out mm-hmm. and because of that I can give everything I have to follow him and even if I screw it up I can all always come home to him right so yeah, yeah that's my construction dang and the story's still going yeah i'm getting more complex every day (laughs) yeah (laughs) i mean i think you laid it out really well i don't really know if i have many questions for you but i mean i think one thing is like we all have that thing that that is just something that kind of is an overall theme in our lives that's like yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And I feel like God always weaves different people in to right. kind of hit that spot, if you right. know? Right. Like, what would you say is like the thing that you find yourself needing encouragement over the most? Um. Gosh, that's a hard one. Uh. So. The lie of the enemy hasn't fundamentally changed since I've been five, and only because I don't have memories of four. Yeah. I also don't have memories of 24, but that's different. Um, again, completely different. Uh, the the lie of the enemy's been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything kind of stems from that of you have no worth and are useless and bad at the thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been, that's been a journey. That's been a long road that I'm still on. Right. Um, 
And I think that's just part of learning to trust God on that because if if I th- if there's a thing in the back of the brain that's kind of the internal monologue talking and it's going you know a garbage your garbage your garbage your garbage then I know that that's not God because in Christ there's no condemnation mm-hmm. um and if it's condemning then it isn't Christ if it's if it's trying to destroy a person or steal from them or kill them, then it's not out of Christ. Christ is, you know, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and Christ comes that all of us can have abundance in mm-hmm. our life. And that's right. not a monetary or any of that. It's actually joy in Christ. Right. Um, and that's... I Yeah, as far as encouragement, it's learning to get out of my own head and understanding what God can do when I give him permission. Yeah. That sounds not... God can do whatever he wants, just to be right. clear. But if I'm bowing before Christ, then I can do immeasurably yeah. more th- than I can just trying on my own. Yeah, it's a different attitude. Yeah. And it's yeah. a level of productivity in your relationship with yeah. God that's like... yeah. A lot yeah. quicker if you just let God in. Yeah. I mean, there's a song. We were talking about that the other week in church where it's like, um, wow, I mean, I'm kind of blanking. But it's talking about, like, God uh, kind of moving mm-hmm. in us. Right. And and basically our pastor was like, he's going to do it no matter what. Right. I mean, so, like, it's right. either you're, you're along with him or... Right. You're just going to be a bit more surprised when it happens. Right. I mean, even at the end, it's either we're going to bow or we are going to be made to bow. Yeah. There isn't there there isn't a scenario that I don't bow. It's just whether or not I got kicked in the knees in order for it to happen. Yeah. I will bow or be made low. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> I picked the good one, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just I. I hate that my generation is struggling through so much anxiety and everything else because it's 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 a foothold of the enemy. And I understand there are people that they actually do struggle through this and, hey, there's no shame in seeing a counselor or therapist or anything. Mm-hmm. Even if Ferrari needs a tune-up, I recommend ca- – counseling is wonderful. Yeah. Um, so go to counseling. If there's ever thought of like someone might judge me, well, do you know who won't? The counselor. Yeah. Um, like they'll, they're fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where that kind of thing of like therapy is bad for Christians right. comes from. If I break a leg, I'm true. going to the doctor. I'm not going to be like, people might judge me for having a wonky leg. Go to the doctor, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, it's, it's, but there's this kind of general anxiety everyone faces that, um, I hate that my generation struggles through it because mm-hmm. it stinks. Yeah. Watching people go through that and, and just trying to man, props to anyone that's actually in in, in the middle of that and, and actually fighting through it. May keep up the good work, keep eyes on God, keep pushing, keep doing all that because right. you know, there's no condemn 
a nation to those who are in Christ Jesus. And, and, and to be honest, we are more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. So anything mm-hmm. that I'm scared about, Christ has already kicked its butt and, and kind of declared like, yeah, that's, that's mine. Yeah. I took that one way or another. So yeah. Right. I don't know where I got there. Sorry. No, I mean, that's someone good. needed that. Who's listening. That's for you. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say a name there, just really make it personal, but I'm like, don't, <laughs> no, don't do that. Jim. <laughs> yeah, Jim. We know you're watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I think that your story is super encouraging because it has so much relatability, but, I mean, also it's I hope not. not at the same time, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Is that wrong? More so, I, I it's, hope no one relates to this story at all. It's it's more. <laughs> it's encouraging, honest. yeah. And I think the honest. the thing that sticks out to me the most is, like you said, that it doesn't make sense like where God's no, path is going like, to us, and and for you to like see that and then take a step mm-hmm. back, and that seeing that God is moving mm-hmm. in this awesome path through right. your life, right. And although it's it's not what the American dream is, it's not right. what the standard of life right. is that everyone else expects, but it is what God shows right. for your life and what God is doing in you right. that is more important than what it looks like from right. the outside or what you wanted right. or what you expected that he cares about you so much that he would just take mm-hmm. you on this rigorous path. That, yeah. I mean, it's been hard you know that's obvious yes. <laughs> but you know very much so but it's cool to see that and i think that everyone can relate to that you know mm-hmm. that no matter how perfect your life seems on the outside mm-hmm. like god is always taking you on some path right that you never expected to go on right uh, we were actually going through pictures before this and it was odd to think like <laughs> all right that was i mean there were ups and downs in that there were goods bads and everything's in between and mm-hmm. i'm thankful for all of that and parts of it i i i miss but i'm not going to go back and do it again mm-hmm. that this is a a a a path that god has ordained from the beginning of time yeah and i'm going to move forward um yeah and it it will make sense at the end Mm-hmm. I think as as I get to eternity, there's going to be this kind of moment of going. As as I stand before the face of God, and I'll just go. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I mean i I've, I've seen yeah. God use you to impact many people, um, including myself. And I think that even that is worth it. Yeah. Like just one person. And and it's crazy. I mean, you're not even close to being done yet. And I do need a nap, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Take as many naps as you can. Can I get a nap? Well, you can. <laughs> oh. so, so our church, they, they have a thing that I have to take a spiritual day. And I actually put it on the calendar. And this time I'm actually going to do it. Um Nice. Yeah, I know. It's really good. If my coworkers are listening, take your spiritual day. We all know we need to. Um, so <laughs> just call them out, whatever. Uh, 
so I was at a conference and and this other guy talked about that for the first part of his spiritual day he goes on he, a car trip he just drives for like two hours he hears sermon he prays he audiobooks the Bible you know that kind of stuff and then he comes back for a spiritual nap and and it was at that point I pulled my pen out and went spiritual nap uh huh tell me about this anything yes, special tell me more. Is, is there a specific kind of like spiritual posturing that you do for the nap how do i justify the nap as a part of the spiritual <laughs> yeah like teach me teach me this so, <laughs> so anyway, i love gonna, naps we're gonna try that naps are like something that not many people appreciate uh, i don't know I'd, i i know people think, who don't <laughs> i think they appreciate it they just don't take advantage of them yeah man it is great. the siesta because we all get two o'clock tired all right we're getting off topic <laughs> yeah off topic uh <laughs> So that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, that's not our ending. Um, if you, <laughs> I mean, real quick though, I mean, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> I hope that, that God has uh, used our stories somehow yeah. to encourage and mm-hmm. and I I think that well to not give up. Yeah, like there's I, more. I, I mean, that's been the whole purpose is is don't give up on faith because things get hard. Mm-hmm. Both of us, it got hard for different things going on. Mm-hmm. So just because it gets hard or things are confusing, don't give up. Yeah, because there's a more joy in Christ than there is in anything else. Yeah, and I, I've it, it. If I had to go back and do everything again in order to obtain Christ, including the nosebleeds, the throwing up, the crying, everything, in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. with a hundred percent, I, I, I'd go back and do all of it again if it. I meant I got Christ at the end of it. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So don't give up. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I encourage all of you guys to kind of do this yourself. Like, I, I can't tell you how much of a journey just this thing that mm-hmm. we've been doing on just reflecting on your past has been mm-hmm. for, I mean, for me, this is really the first mm-hmm. time I've done this. I know you said you had to do it in seminary. It was much longer. Included a personality profile. Yeah. But, I mean, it is. it has been great, and it doesn't always feel great, like the process of just digging everything up. Like, you know, for my episode, I know I, I just wrote everything down in a journal. Like, everything. Like... And it was a lot, mm-hmm. and I've wanted to take a nap after. That's why these episodes are longer, <laughs> because we are not good at concise. Yeah. So. And then I just went in and I highlighted everything that, like, I obviously wanted mm-hmm. to talk about on the podcast that was more, you know, impactful. Right. But, you know, like, just getting everything down and just vomiting everything on the paper or just even in your head, like, in processing it, I feel like it's really brought me closer to – to God and just really been helpful. And I just feel like there's a weight like mm-hmm. off the chest where yeah. it's like, I I know everything I've been through now. Right. Like I can account it and right. more than just like forgetting it and being kind and, of like, and you've been able to see God in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That same exact thing like you were yeah. saying. And it's super, it's crazy. Yeah. It will take you on a trip. Absolutely. I think that's it, right? Yeah. So if anyone has any uh, questions, the easiest place to go is to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Nobody Special Podcast mm-hmm. or to go to thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. And there's a form at the bottom of the page, probably. I might have taken it down. Who really knows? Because, oh, yeah, because I read one spam email on this show and then get, no joke, two 
to 300 in the next four days. Really? I read one, as a joke, on this dumb podcast, I read one spam email, and the, anyway, I had to take some of the contact forms down, so just hit us up by yeah. either our email, it's also on there, I'm not going to say it on here, because then, just go to thegospeloutpost.com slash nobody special, you'll find a way to get in touch, mm-hmm. Facebook and Instagram, all that. Also, yep. on uh, YouTube, hit the subscribe, the bell, the bookmark it, the... Anything. Comment, the like Anything. it, the, just, just, YouTube, sort out your stuff. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Sort it out. Uh, but yeah, do that. <laughs> well, Moral any, of the story. <laughs> anyway, I think the hiccups are back. Oh, no. Do that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning into these special episodes. Uh, we appreciate all of our audience and mm-hmm. for tuning in for this amount of time while we ramble through the end so anyway i think that's going to do it for us today i'm danny and i'm caleb we are nobody Nobody special. special